Welcome back to another episode of Women Seeking Power. Today we're going to be discussing gender segregation in Iran as a consequence of Islam. We think constantly about gender segregation as separate is not equal. We think about gender segregation as women being inferior than men. We think about gender segregation as bullying, as harassment, as inferiority, as degradation. But the truth is, there is another perspective to gender segregation where it is actually something beneficial to society. It is actually something beneficial to the interaction between men and women, and to women's active participation in political decisions, in urbanization, and which actually encourages women to be actively engaged within their city. This is something in Western countries we might see and we might refer to as crazy. But in Middle East countries and in countries such as Iran, gender segregation appeared as a solution to women not being able to participate in society and to being discriminated. When I started my personal investigation and curiosity about politics in the Middle East, I failed to recognize that there was a will and respect of women towards women's segregation. Because we tend to judge conservatives' extremist political regimes and tend to criticize them and push them to be a religious oppressive system, while women actually think and are actually thankful for gender segregation to appear in their lives. Iron shifted from prohibition to provision as mode of government. Gender segregation was initially, during the 1980s, enforced through prohibition by telling women where they could be, what they could not do, and where they should go. But then we see a shift in the mode of government, exemplified in the mushrooming of women-only spaces, such as parks, transportation, universities, and others. This patriarchal accommodation, a patriarchal because they continue to reinforce gender segregation and mandatory bailing, an accommodation because the Iranian state adopted existing standards of appropriate masculinity and femininity. What this meant was that the regulations of women movements continued in a different way. Ever since women in Iran have in public transportations only women's zones in public parks, there are only women places. If you go to a stadium, there are parts of the stadium which are only for women use. And there are certain parts where women are free to take off their hijab and not wear the veil. Because that's something we might not understand. Because we don't see that there is a very, very, very valuable background behind their beliefs. And those beliefs of women wanting to wear the veil in front of men are real. Actually, after the Arab Spring, women in the Middle East realized that they don't want to wear it. And if you go back to there right now, you go back to the Middle East, you go back to Iran, you can see that women wear bail because they want to and not because they are forced to. As it happened before the Arab Spring, where, where women, they were tired of being harassed, of being persecuted, of not having freedom of speech, not being able to participate in activities in the city. So they were like, I'm going to take off the bail. After all of this time, women went back and said, I want to wear the veil, but I want to be able as well to engage in day-to-day -day activities. I want to be able to go to a stadium. I want to be able to work out in a park with my children without feeling uncomfortable because there are men watching me. It's not because men are dangerous or because men are bad. It's because they cannot be seen by other men rather than by their husband and close relative. And that is what the Quran demands. And this is not about gender segregation, this is not about gender inequality, but rather by religious beliefs that they adapt, encourage, and trust. So you cannot tell someone who truly believes that, that one but their husband can see a part of their skin. 
You cannot tell them that's wrong because that's right for them. And as foreigners or as Western people, we have to accept that. So we cannot suggest that having women working out with men in the same area will be a solution to gender inequality. Segregated spaces in parks, in public transportation, in stadiums, in gyms, at university, those allow women to publicly engage and perform activities that they were before only able to perform at home. In this way, these urban spaces that Iran has provided for women motivates them and promotes social and spiritual well-being. It is not a way of discriminating women, but it's a way of encouraging women to have the same rights and do the same things as men. So for me, while studying all of these and seeing how having segregated places or having a place just for our women in our world, we may think it's like women there and men there, because women are inferior. That's kind of what we think when we think about segregation. But the reality is another. Is they use segregation to actually protect women. And the thing where I felt kind of recognized was on public transportation. As women, if you go on public transportation in America, in big cities, you might feel threatened, you might feel vulnerable. And this is because we don't feel comfortable and safe in the presence of, of men. But if we have only women places, it might help us to be able to go in a metro and do not feel harassed. That is the same feeling women in Iran get every day with the applause that they feel that a man being close to them, touching them, watching them, is something that's violating their religious beliefs. In the same sense, providing some only spaces in public parks at 40 degrees Celsius allows women to go to this poly park and be able to remove the bail. Will allow them to feel more free and to feel better and to engage in politics, in laws. And as women become more active in the city and in day-to-day -day activities, women also become more active in politics and in government. So if we consider things from this perspective, which is completely expressed and argued by Shaq Rani, we might see that gender segregation is actually helping women in Iran to become more free and to become more equal rather than a way of discrimination. And even though we as foreigners and Western people, we see this as wrong or as degradation, but the truth is this Iranian culture is based on the religious And as outsiders, we should comprehend their choices of living in a certain way. I encourage you to be open to gender segregation and thus to be open to this type of possibilities. So thank you very much. And I hope you really enjoyed about discussing such important matters for our world. See you next time.